Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Marie Kretlow. Marie is the People Experience and Programs Lead at Superhuman. In this episode, we talk about applying a design framework to people teams, how intentionality informs the content mix for internal communications, and we review best practices for how to best engage over email. I hope that Marie and the team at Superhuman won't get mad at me for saying this, but email isn't great for everything, even if you're using Superhuman. In a moment, you'll hear Marie talk about how Superhuman is rooted in empathy and diverse collaboration. I spend a lot of time thinking about how businesses can demonstrate empathy and drive diversity of thinking across their workplace. In virtual and remote settings, where being intentional about inclusion is paramount, what are the tools that are available to leaders and managers that are trying to be, in fact, well, superhuman? Audio is the most authentic and genuine content format for communicators. It's a human voice. There isn't visual bias. It allows for voices across the organization to be elevated in a very natural, seamless way. It also allows you to go a little bit deeper to explain a little bit more. It's also incredibly generous. What do I mean by that? Without the bright light of a camera, it allows the content creator to be themselves, to do a bunch of takes. It takes the pressure off. And it's also generous for the listener because it untethers them from their computer to consume content passively while they go for a walk or drive to the store. Venly is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio should live where you do business. With Venly, you can seamlessly manage and distribute company podcasts to channels like Slack and Notion, all with privacy, security, and analytics. Are you interested in learning more about how audio can play a role in people experience initiatives? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the inspiring Marie Kretlow. Hi, Marie. Hey, how you doing? Marie Kretlow is the People Experience and Programs Lead at Superhuman, the fastest email experience ever made. At Superhuman, Marie leverages her background in user experience and service design to build meaningful, human-centric employee experience for their hybrid remote team. Before joining Superhuman, Marie honed her people skills designing for the fully remote team at Envision. She has a bachelor's degree in marketing from St. Ambrose University and is a certified usability analyst. Marie, thanks again for being with me. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Brian. So for those who aren't familiar, what is Superhuman? Superhuman, we really exist to help professionals end each day feeling happier, more productive, and closer to achieving their potential. And today we have done this by building the fastest email experience in the world. It is seriously blazingly fast. It is beautiful and it comes with tons of intelligent features built right in to help you fly through your inbox and really save hours a day. We just read this a little bit in your bio, but much of your professional experience prior to Superhuman was in design. Are there examples of how you've built people programs and thought about internal messaging through the lens of design? Yeah, absolutely. I love to talk about this. Thanks for setting me up with this question. Love to answer it. So when we think about building people programs and delivering them to the folks at Superhuman, as you said, we do so through the lens of design, really leveraging the same processes, same frameworks that product design teams are using to build digital products and services. So I think this is an important call out here. When we say design, we mean both design as a problem-solving framework as well as design as an outcome. So really both the process we use to build programs as well as the program outcome, the program itself, as well as how we deliver that program, we try to do so through the lens of design. 
And I can kind of talk more about that on both of those sides if that would be helpful. Yeah, definitely go for it. Perfect. So for us on the process side, this looks like starting with discovery. So really taking time to understand the folks we are serving who are our internal employees. We really think of them as our customers and also defining the problems that we need to solve for. Once we have that short up, moving into ideation and design, into testing and either validating or invalidating the solution we come up with. And then of course, delivering that to the organization with intention hopefully driving authentic adoption and engagement. And really, I'd say most importantly, the way that we design people programs here at Superhuman is rooted in empathy, rooted in diverse collaboration, bringing multiple voices and perspectives together to craft that exceptional employee experience, because that's that's not something I own individually. That's not something the people team owns. But rather, as an organization, we, we each have a part to play in that. And I want us to all feel collectively proud to own that and play a part in bringing that to life in the organization. So that's really on the process side. And then on the delivery and outcome side, design is really about weaving delight and remarkable quality into every aspect of someone's experience with the program. So that could be anything from the way we announce the program to the organization, to the way we set leaders up for success to facilitate it, to the language and the visual design we use in the product or program itself. When we connected before this, you used something, uh, a language that I hadn't heard yet, um, which is internal go-to-market strategies. And that's that's a term, go-to-market strategies is a term that I feel like is usually reserved for sales and marketing teams not necessarily for people teams. You just sort of touched on this a little bit, but what do you mean by internal go-to-market strategies? Is there a framework that you use to coalesce all these different forces that you just spoke about? Yes, yes. So the idea of internal go-to-market strategies here really harkens back to the idea of building and delivering people programs like a product, right? So when we think about going to market, with that product. It's really about delivering our people programs to the organization in the best ways that we can, recognizing that the way we deliver a program to the organization is just as much a part of the experience of the program itself, ultimately driving adoption, engagement, growth, and employee satisfaction. So we do have a framework for this at Superhuman. We have a matrix that looks at a few few different facets to really determine that program tier, like is this the level one program? Um, like it's really impactful to our overall business strategy and or community and culture where we need employees to take action with us. So tier one in that way, all the way through tier three. Um, so we look at things like the number of people impacted, if they need to take action or not, how significant the program is or information is to our business and culture. And this really outlines how, how we need to communicate, like how much we need to communicate and with what distribution channels would, would it be most appropriate to communicate? So taking that first level of our matrix, we then align that program tier to some major content buckets. So those content buckets are awareness, learning, action, support, and listening. So for pretty much every people program we roll out, we leverage a blend of those components to make sure we're hitting on all of the right informational pieces to best support our teams at Superhuman. Um, And I'll say we are currently building this muscle. This is something we are experimenting with. We are measuring efficacy across our different channels to find 
uh, what I'll call our unique superhuman formula for internal communication, since that truly is unique at every company and organization based on employee makeup and stage of the organization and, and just overall culture, which is pretty neat. In the past, workplace culture was very much defined by the office space. Superhuman is planning a hybrid remote model for return to work. What's the order of operations for you? Are you thinking about the office culture first and then figuring out how to use solutions like Slack and Zoom? Or is it the reverse where culture now starts with how we interact on these digital tools and the office dynamics are almost secondary? Yeah, uh, this is such a great question and one that I know many, many organizations are thinking through right now and it's also very top of mind for us here at Superhuman. So as we are thinking about building our hybrid remote company, the approach we're taking is really one of inclusion and equity. So today, the majority of our team is in the Bay Area and in relative proximity to the office. We know that as we continue to grow, we'll continue to hire folks across time zones in North America. And as, as the people experience this team, no matter where you physically sit, it is really, really important to us that you have access to the information that you need to do your job and that you feel included and connected to your team and, and our broader superhuman community. So ultimately, we, we want to support you to do the best work of your life and help you reach your fullest potential. And we recognize that that could look different for every individual and that that's okay. So that's really where that equity piece comes into play. So this is a very long answer, but all to say in office versus remote, um, we're working to ensure that folks who are remote are always included just because it can be easy to, to forget or accidentally leave them out of the conversation. And we're doing that really by designing our offices with intention, but also really thinking through the ways in which we connect across the team, whether that be virtually or in office. And as we move into this coming quarter at Superhuman, both our ways of working and the ways we build community are on our docket to dig into further, particularly to evaluate how we best do this through the lens of a hybrid remote team. A lot of people complain about too much email at work, right? This is the problem I think that Superhuman is solving for. You use your own product internally. What are some of the best practices that you've developed for emails? You also use Slack and Notion. So like, how do these tools work together? Is there etiquette that needs to be observed? What's your guidance to people? Yes, definitely etiquette. Maybe not, maybe not so much etiquette so much as um, thoughtfulness and intention. So. Yes, we do use Superhuman internally. Um, one of the things I was most impressed with when I had the opportunity to join the team was the intention with which the team had thought through how we communicate with one another. So at the core, I just touched on this. We wanna set people up for success, really set them up to do some really great work at Superhuman. And a major component of that is trust, autonomy, and access to information you need to do your job right? Like basics. So one of the ways we've prioritized this and woven it in our day-to-day -day work is leveraging mailing lists for email. So pretty much every email sent within the virtual walls of Superhuman is sent with a mailing list carbon copied. And what this does is it enables every employee to easily search their Superhuman mailbox to find that information that they need with ease. Like it's literally right there at your fingertips. You're already in your inbox, it's just right there. Um, and we've done this in a way that it doesn't add unnecessary noise or clutter to your inbox, but rather groups your messages and marks them appropriately. 
So the information is there if and when you need it. So that's kind of what we're doing on the email front. And you are right, we also use Slack, we use Notion, we use Google Docs. Those are all things that are in our comms tool stack. And as I mentioned earlier, we've outlined some really great guidelines for folks to best understand how to use each of these tools and when it's more appropriate to use one versus the other. So as you might imagine, we leverage Slack for pretty quick, rather synchronous back and forth messaging. Expectations here are that you'd respond within a few hours and that the message you're responding to would only take a minute or two to read, digest, and act on. So similarly to email, we lean towards open channels with Slack for easy access to information across the team and really do our best, again, to mention message with intentionality. So if you're picking that up there, being intentional is one of our values at Superhuman. And for requests that are longer or for like longer form information sharing, we would definitely push that to email rather than leveraging Slack. And then with regard to Google Docs and Notion, if it's more collaborative in nature, if we're working through a draft as a team, we'll definitely leverage Google Docs. Just a little bit more seamless of an experience there from a collaboration standpoint. But if we're creating something to be documented, shared, or stored, we will opt to use Notion. And I'll say with both of those tools, we have some pretty tight information systems set up. So leveraging folders in Google Drive, leveraging page hierarchy in Notion to make it really easy for folks to navigate and find the things that they need. I'll get you out on, on this question uh, and to borrow some of your language. Yeah. How do you match the content format with the intention of that piece of messaging for internal use? Not everything needs to be a video or a town hall, for example. How do you think about the content with the need? Yes, you are so right. <laughs> Not everything needs to be a video or a town hall or even an email. I will say that. I will say that coming from Superhuman. So as a part of the good market framework I mentioned earlier, we really do our best to to start with that core employee. Like, what do they need to know? Why is it important? Do they need to take action or not? How significantly does their reception of this impact our business or even our culture and community? So that first level of thinking centered on employee really leads us to knowing which distribution channels align to the level of messaging we need to convey and to which audiences. In our people experience team, we'll often cascade messaging from leadership on down since we're often partnering with our leaders on putting a program in place. They, they are the facilitators, they bring this to life and we first need to set them up for success to support their teams. And then from there, it's really about knowing your audience and the culture of your organization, right? Like we, we just chatted a little bit about that. So where is messaging most salient? How can I best work through our signal to noise ratio in any given channel? So there's that. And then another facet that we think through is really the type of messaging that we're sharing and how our tone and channel can best support that. So rolling out a comps plan with aims, for example, to get like 100% completion on compliance training will look very different than announcing an exciting new company initiative, which will also look different from creating a really intentional space for community building um, and sharing via like storytelling, for example. So bottom line here, understand your people, understand the company culture, test, measure, iterate until you have a frame to work from. So that's definitely where we're at right now as Superhuman. We're trying some new experiences. We're seeing what resonates with folks versus what flops, because that will happen. Um, and then we're going to scale that. And 
hopefully that works for us today, as well as building with thoughtfulness into the future as we continue to grow and scale. Joined today by Marie Kretlow of Superhuman. Thank you so much for the incredible wisdom that you were able to share with us today. Oh, thank you. Highest compliment of my week, Brian. 